0: welcome to another episode of That's What She Said with Zach and Nicole and Nicole. Awesome. Well, this is a coronavirus edition. I mean, it's been a while since we've done this and uh, I think we've given the very fact that... we opposite schedules. Yeah, crazy schedules very and opposite. now this, this virus is kind of throwing that all out the window. So now we're at home and we can talk to and each it's, other.
1: <laughs> it's ruining my life and my weekend. So... <laughs> I now have all day to write an episode out for us. So if y'all ever wonder who's writing the episodes, it's
0: oh, okay, no, me. that don't, don't, don't put that out there.
1: <laughs> well, don't if you wonder why it's always Marvel centric,
0: yeah, that's it's why. me.
1: That that's why. Okay. Yeah. Um,
0: uh, this episode is sponsored by Zoom. <laughs> Given that this is the only way we can talk to each other. <laughs>
1: at zoom please sponsor us
0: (laughs) At zoom please sponsor us
1: (laughs) and every other college student out there yeah
0: we know we know the struggle okay so nicole what what are we going to talk about today
1: okay so today's gonna be a little different for the podcast because usually we'll go straight into either marvel or dc or just something like super centric but for this episode, I figured that we could just talk about films in general because Zach and I have actually been discussing since I think like November December a couple of films that caught our eye, mm-hmm. but we haven't watched yet. And he still has to catch up, which I feel like this is fair because you watched all of Joker,
2: and yeah, I didn't watch I did. all of
1: Joker. So I feel like for the two movies I'm going to discuss, I feel like it'll be interesting just to like see or hear your reaction to how I talk about them. Okay. If that makes sense, the way makes I sense. would react. Okay. So the first film that I finally was able to watch was the new uh, Little Women by Greta Gerwig. Mm-hmm. Or directed by <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that face. Um, I'm sipping so- <laughs> tea.
0: Just so everyone Wine. knows. I'm literally <laughs> sipping tea.
1: Continue. The opposite we are. <laughs> um, okay. So I had a few thoughts. I was, I was probably 10 minutes into the film, and I'm texting Zach, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is so good. He goes, you're only 10 minutes in. <laughs> what do you mean? Literally. And he's like, just watch the film and let me know. So I enjoyed it. Uh-huh. Um, I loved the, – the one thing that really caught my interest throughout the film was the chemistry between – not just between, like, Saoirse – or – oh, my God, I don't know how to say her name – you so saying you're right. so okay mm-hmm. her character and all the other characters but like it wasn't just between like a woman and a man like the chemistry like that it was like the sisterly chemistry like you don't right. really see that a lot with some films or shows but with this one like it was very it seemed very natural i loved mm-hmm. the the costume quote unquote costume loved the light the uh tone i should say the tone of the film it matched very well with what Greta Gerwig was going for, for back in the old days. Um, there, was something, there was one thing that really upset me in the film, but that and, I, and you kind of guessed it uh-huh. in the text. Um, it, it just threw me off because throughout the whole film, uh, oh my God, what is his nickname in it? I forgot. It was like, his name was Thomas, I think. Timothy Shaw. Am am I just totally chopping that up? (laughs) Are you
0: talking about the 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 actor's name or are you talking about the character's name?
1: The character's name. Okay. (laughs) Oh, oh, it's Theodore. (laughs) Sorry, Thomas. (laughs) So, Theodore. um, Spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen Little Women, any of the films. uh, So he is pretty much in love with... Cersei Ronan's character Joe throughout the entire film like professes his love to her and it was very cute but you can kind of tell that like it was more of like a brotherly sister like friendship kind of like how we are it was very just like you could tell that it's just a friendship Uh and so he professes his love to her and then towards the end of the film he actually like he ends up falling in love with and I'm looking at the names right now he ends up falling in love with Amy or she professes her love to him. And that's kind of what bothered me. And maybe you can like shed light on this, but it bothered me that he, like, if Doesn't Joe had... does with the girl? No, it was more just like he kind of switched sisters. Like, he ends up going for Amy. <laughs> he was in love with Joe, and then he, he goes to Amy because Joe turned him down years before. Yeah. So I'm kind of just like, that really... What's, it wasn't the fact that, that he ended up with Amy.
0: What's wrong with that? I'm just, I'm very confused why that's bad. I mean, I get why that's bad, but like, that's not bad.
1: It's, I don't want to say it in a bad way, but it was almost like he was settling for Amy because Joe didn't want him. So that's kind of like the vibe I, he could have been, but that's kind of the vibe I got from it. And it like, honestly, kind of upset me.
2: That he settled for someone else?
1: Yeah, that he was, how do I explain it? So you go your entire life or you go like five years or whatever, however long they knew each other, Uh loving Joe. And he admits it Uh to her. And then she's like, we want to be good for each other. And I was like, yes, it's okay. Like I could, I could understand this. Like she's being honest. It's not like she, Uh it would have been worse if they had tried. Uh And then she goes off to New York and all this stuff happens. And then he ends up, Amy ends up turning down a proposal from her boyfriend and tells, Theodore, oh, like, I've always been in love with you. I've always been second to my sister. And then he, like, just kisses her and acts like nothing happened. I'm like, you were just professing your love, like, years ago to her sister and all of a sudden. Yeah, but it's it's been years, dude. I don't know. That wouldn't settle right. That That wouldn't settle right with me.
0: Why? You (laughs) gave up on him. I'm sorry. If, like, if you're Joe, right, and you're like, listen, I don't want to be with you, and then Three years later, this dude comes back and dates your sister. That's all. That's all game. That's so fair. It's like you didn't want him. Why? Why is there something wrong with that? It's not like he. It's not like he jumped. Like the day after, he's like, "Oh, really? I'm just gonna go date your sister." Like then, there's a problem. But it's been like years since he, that happened. And if she, if if the sister was in love with him the whole time, then fair game. Why not?
1: But the fact that he was so in love with Joe at first and you can tell that he fell in love with Joe and he really didn't give Amy like a second, like you can tell throughout the film, which was amazing. And like, just the way that, re- okay. So I know Timothy Shaw, Chal- is it Chalamet, Chalamet or Chalamet? Chalamet. Chalamet he- <laughs> I I'm really bad with those names. The fact that he's a good actor, I have to say, I haven't really seen him in much else, but he's, a phenomenal, I know. Stop, stop the face. I dude, know. dude,
2: <laughs> I have so Anyways. many issues with that. Continue, bro.
1: <laughs> I know. We can talk about those later. Um, the fact that he doesn't really give Amy any other like interest, like he doesn't show her, but you can clearly tell throughout like the beginning half that she is so into him and he's so into Joe. I don't know. I think that just that whole dynamic kind of just offset me because I don't remember that from the original film.
0: I mean, it, it, I don't think it's a uh, an original retelling. I believe it's it's Greta Garbo. Maybe she just yeah, she added it in. Changed it, but I think she also wrote it, if did I'm she? not mistaken. I can tell. Greta Gorig wrote this version of it.
1: Oh yeah, she did.
0: Yeah, which will make sense because she she's very much. I guess she uses Timothy Chalamet and Saoirse Ronan as her muse for like a lot of her productions. They've been in almost all of them, the two of them. So
3: uh,
1: I wouldn't
0: know. I think I think she was probably just like I'm gonna switch this up and re re refocus everything on the women, and then kind of said, you know, with Theodore's character, we can we can change it up,
1: kind of make it more modern. How? Yeah. A lot of love stories are in love triangles, love squares, however you want to put it.
0: But sometimes you don't always get the girl. And so I think that's what this is, is he doesn't get the girl he wants, but then the girl who does want him is available. And we're talking about like, what, that was like 19. 1800s (laughs) 1800s yeah. <laughs> when that movie set like
1: at least i mean he's years ago
0: he's just trying to get married i mean if we talk about like period he's he's just trying to get married yeah. and he's probably just like you know what if you want to marry me then i'm down
1: let's see i wouldn't i it, that's just really what set me off yeah
0: but you're I, looking at it from like the romantic perspective of you should never settle until you find your person but that's like also not But realistic. he
1: doesn't give any incentive that he wants to be with her until maybe like the very end of the film and that and I that comes from obviously Joe not wanting him but at the same time I think it just sets me off that it's very it's sisters that's that's kind of what bothers me I guess is the fact that it's like Joe and then he's like oh well Amy's here so I'm just going to I'm going to take her hand in marriage and it kind of just Like Yes, made me mad or upset.
0: Culturally, I get what you're saying. Morally, I'm like, yo, that's fair game. (laughs) That's fair
1: game. I'm sorry. It's such a guy thing to
0: say. It's a guy thing to say, but also just like, it's like you didn't want me, and then all of a sudden now your sister wants me,
2: and you expect me to not want your sister because you didn't want me? It's
1: like, no. Other than that, it was a good movie.
2: and I'm sure, like
1: film.
0: the gangster in me would have been like, "I'm gonna show you what life would have been like if you did want me," and like he probably like goes all <laughs> out for Amy. That's what I feel probably happens at the
1: end.
2: Um, but yeah, I know.
1: A- well, I know that you wanted Greta Gerwig to win. That that was I. That was your top pick for best director at the Oscars for this year. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Um, I will say though that I do see why she didn't win compared to. Uh, for, was it Ford versus Ferrari that one, or was it Joker that won Best Direction?
2: Uh, I think it might have been Parasite, but... Parasite? Um, best, dire- best Picture you're asking about, or Best Director? Best
1: Director. It was Parasite, okay. Yeah, so, on. in all honesty, I could see why she didn't win. Not saying that was, it was a, f- a phenomenal film and I would highly recommend it to anybody, but I could definitely see maybe that there were other... cat. Like it, it was kind of one of those things where at the end I'm thinking, okay, like I want to see what the other films were like. And for me, mm-hmm. if I'm thinking that, I'm obviously not going to think that this should have won best. Yeah. Like, I
3: that,
0: don't,
1: that's just how I think. I, really I don't think
0: she's... Not that she's not going to ever win best picture or best director. She but just like, that I,
1: one I, movie that... Get her I there. think
0: she's still super young. She's also oh, yeah. writing all of it herself. And I think once she starts expanding
2: out of her troupe of actors, she'll probably see a huge difference. I we also nominated think,
1: twice as the right. woman. That is amazing. Within I think it was within two years since Lady But Bird.
0: that's the thing. I think she is a shining star and yeah she's a shining star in this in this realm of of really the trailblazers of female directors you know she's one of the bright ones so that's why i'm like always so whatever she does exactly that's why i'm always, whatever she does i'm always like this is going to be good because i i expect it to be good
1: yeah um, <clears throat> um. But so that was my take on Little Women. And I'm really looking forward to you watching and tell me exactly kind of what you think just to see how you take that perspective on through, for that film. Um, another film that actually I watched and we, him and I spoke about it, I think in December, we were really interested um, was Bombshell, which is- yeah. new, the, So that, I only had one thought on it. It was It was a really good film. I could see why- Charlize Theron was nominated for Best Actress. I love love Margot Robbie as an actress, but I don't see how she got nominated over Nicole Kidman as Best Supporting. Um, for me, Margot Robbie did not shine. Being bluntly honest, she did not shine. She wasn't. It, it was like I wasn't. There was one scene that she was outstanding in, but it wasn't like a continuous role that she was for me it didn't hit anything like it didn't uh-huh. it just wasn't like a nominative role that she, i don't think she should have been nominated i think it should have been nicole kidman or nicole kidman should have also gotten the nomination uh nicole kidman did a phenomenal job in it she really brought her a-game but Char- Charlize Theron stole the show makes a yeah, I was watching it, and I'm, I'm, and you know me, like I love all three of these actresses. Uh, Kate McKinnon was also a great supporting role; mm-hmm. she did really good with it. Um, her and Margot Robbie have a really good, like, friendship chemistry kind of thing going on. But Margot, I don't know, Margot just didn't stand out to me. Yeah, I'm kind of when I'm watching, I'm thinking, I'm like, how come Nicole Kidman didn't get this? Cause she just had more of that oomph.
2: Yeah, I think that also comes with, with age um then you know what you're doing by yeah. then
1: <clears throat> I mean Margo ha- like she I- I'm and glad I think, they ma- had her in that do you role, think
3: but-
0: do you think that was on purpose though? That's my question. Because from what I've seen of Bombshell,
2: Margot Robbie is this younger I wouldn't say ditzy, but not as aware as the other two are of the situation and i
0: wonder do you think that's what plays into maybe that's why she seems
2: not as comfortable as the others are
1: i mean looking at it from that perspective it definitely does play a role but at the same time i feel like She's, she's a young reporter just starting out, I believe it was CNN, or no, it was Fox. Oh. Starting out at Fox, and she's trying to dip her toes everywhere, and she did great with that. Like she did great with um, every scene she was in with them. She only had a couple scenes with, the lady, with those ladies, but mostly with Kate McKinnon. Um, I don't know. I think it was more the fact that it was just one of those stereotypical roles that I just... I don't know. It it was because when I saw that she was nominated and then I watched it, it kind of shocked me. Uh Like Nicole Kidman. I mean, I don't, I didn't see her being nominated for a lead role, but if she had gotten best supporting actress for that, I wouldn't have been shocked. Uh But I, I mean, it was a good film overall. I liked it. I would, I would watch it again. I did text my sister and I said, Bombshell's really good. You should, you should give it a try. Um, but Charlize Theron definitely hit the nail with this one. She's always a good actress. I, I love her always as an good. actress. I will see her in anything. Um, oh,
0: speaking of. Oh. Um, George Miller is going to do another Mad Max. Mad Max I to been, Furiosa's Revenge that. or something like that, and it's gonna star Charlize Theron, so that's gonna be really interesting when it comes out. Cause
1: what <sighs> is that film? Because I've heard a lot of good things.
0: Mad Max is a ride. Mad Max Shit. is a ride. The whole movie's a ride. It's just pumping energy. So and and. Furiosa was a very interesting character. Yeah, Charlize Theron's Furiosa was a very interesting character. So the whole movie being about her
2: will be really interesting to see.
1: Well, I mean, I'm definitely excited. So maybe while in quarantine, I will spend my night watching Mad Match. Check out Mad
0: Match. Check out Mad Match, Fury Road. It's really interesting. No, I'm definitely interested. It's a spectacle. It's gorgeous colors, Um, too.
1: I saw the trailer years ago. I just did not think – Honestly, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, this isn't going to do well in the box office. And then now, like, years later, I still see that it's doing really good. Like, a lot still of my, really our bloggers talk about it. Speaking of, did you see one of our bloggers actually replied to me and they liked one of my tweets? No. <laughs> Brand, you know Brandon Davis?
0: Yeah, BD. He, <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> Oh my god. For anyone who doesn't know Vernon Davis, he is one of our favorite. Him and Jeremy Conrad, we really like. Yeah. They're two of, our, two of our favorite, or at least my favorite, but um, they get a lot of scoop on Marvel, DC, a lot of really good movies, and he responded to me. <laughs> <laughs> it was a really stupid tweet too. It was when, um, and this is a side note, this is when they announced that guardians of the galaxy they will be featured in thor thor uh love and thunder Uh and i reposted it and i said something stupid i just said like oh my like uh 2021 is gonna be like the year or something or i said oh i said i'm living for this and he responded he goes 2021 is gonna be our year and i freaked out (laughs) (laughs) I was like, it's one of those things where, like, if my favorite celebrity had responded to me, like, that I fangirled out. (laughs) I just had to put that out there. That was a really good, like, blogging moment for me. Um, But Zach and I did see before this whole thing, before the world went crazy over this pandemic, um, we saw The Invisible Man. Ooh. And (laughs) so... Zach had asked me the day before we thought to go, or a week before we were discussing seeing it, and I honestly did not know much about the film, and I had seen maybe one teaser trailer for it during one of my shows, and I said to him, "I like, go, okay, yeah, it looks, it looks good. I don't even know. If, I didn't know what type of film it was." And so we go into it, and um, do you want to share your thoughts first? <laughs> um.
2: Okay. So. I just thought of what, what I didn't like. The one thing
0: I didn't like.
1: You did? Okay, so we'll start I off with I did not like. Okay.
0: The only thing I didn't like was the opening title scene. I hated that, it. <laughs>
1: yeah, okay. So that, I will say that. sense. I that's thought it was so
0: corny. I thought the whole thing was super corny. I hated the, the opening the, title opening. sequence.
1: Okay. You know what just that reminded me just of? The title
0: the, sequence where the, where the waves crash onto the shore and then, like, it crashes over the letters and then you, re- you read it and I was just kind of like...
1: You know, what, you know it. What, there,
2: the, what? what? Is that it reminded me of uh,
1: Harry Potter and Half Blood Prince when him and Dumbledore go find the like other Horcrux. Have you seen that film?
2: Yeah, of course I've seen it. Are you okay, talking about Half Blood Prince? You talking about
1: Half Blood Prince?
2: Yeah, when they're but on it's the sixth one. Uh...
1: they're on the rock and the waves are crashing. I legit, thought <laughs> we were in Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm like, where's Harry? Oh my god! I just watched that today as well. I, that's quite funny. Um
1: Sorry, Yeah, I, I was going. like,
0: I hate hate this title sequence. This this sucks. I was like, this, this is when, really? this sucks. Yeah, it was the only thing that sucked. But out of the whole movie, man, that was a thrill ride. That was Elizabeth Moss, Chef's Kiss. Mwah. Great. <laughs> Amazing. Um She's phenomenal. Also, I also just loved how the characters interacted with each other. I thought that was really, really good. Um,
1: it kind of like, shit hit, shit hit the ceiling <laughs> real quick.
0: Real quick. It got real weird real quick. I do think, though, and actually maybe this is another bad thing, I think some of the really good bits ended up in the trailers, and I didn't oh, feel the same yeah, way for the movie, considering the fact, like, for instance, like, the the, br- the breath part that's in the movie is also in the trailer and then the paint is also in the movie so I knew what was coming when those things happened and so I wasn't as freaked out as I think maybe I could have been um
1: <laughs> as freaked out as I was
0: as freaked out as you were but okay still, so in overall, all honesty
1: great movie. and I, we talked about this the other day like I didn't really watch any trailers for it
3: yeah
2: which so was I think a that's good thing. Why, Yeah.
1: Because when the paint scene happened, um, spoiler alert. <laughs> when we we're watching it, it, it there were like every every scene is suspenseful in all honesty. Like right, there wasn't right. really any moment that wasn't like, holy shit. Um, I think the attic scene is kind of what got me the most because she's looking around and she finds like the net, like she finds all these things, and like she's missing her her drawing book and you and you find it and at that moment i'm literally looking at Zach, and i'm like grabbing my face and i'm like i go oh shit what's gonna happen what's gonna happen and i was like literally on edge and then all of a sudden like she throws paint down and you see him and i i think like i yelled or something i screamed yeah I no like, you, you damn
3: very, <laughs> you were very good
1: <laughs> I, I i cursed a little bit in the film um but that was it was a really good film i think we talked about this the other day too. That it was, it's literally like person on person, person or whatever it's called uh, in literature. It's person versus person.
2: It's it yes, but it's man, also man like man versus man. It's
0: also her acting to dead space, the whole time.
1: Literally, literally Just and acting it's kinda, to dead
0: space, and and you as like phenomenal. the viewer cannot tell whether, like you you believe she's she's telling the truth but there are some times that that you're like you doubt you doubt a lot whether she's actually seeing what she's seeing or whether she's just making it up she's paranoid and you spend the whole movie trying to figure out am i seeing what she's seeing do i believe her or is this she's making this up just like everybody else around her feels the same way
1: and that's kind of when it really like sped the movie up is because like that stuff starts happening maybe within 15 to 20 minutes of the film and then you're kind of like oh shit like is this really happening and then her world kind of goes from like it really went from zero to 100 real quick yeah in all honesty like it it, like as soon as one thing happened to her everything else like fell in line and you're kind of like oh my god like what's gonna happen next but I really liked it. I would watch it again. Um, I would oh, I'm watching if it again. To, if I had to rate it, I would say it was a good eight and a half because I haven't seen like a good horror thriller film probably in at least a year.
2: I, I would rate man. it more as a thriller. I, it's more a thriller than a horror film. It's not horror
0: at all. There's nothing...
1: There's no like uh, ghost there's nothing or nothing horrific about
0: it. Yeah, it's not that. It's 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 more I guess it's more human in a it's way it's suspenseful
1: in all honesty it's
0: suspenseful yeah because
1: there were so many points where I honestly did not know where the film was going to end because I really thought like I thought it was going to end with her being in the prison like that's genuinely where I thought it was going to go and then that would have been funny that if
0: like there, it <laughs> all led to her just ending up in a mental asylum and just that was it it have been like oh snap like
1: I think, it ended, uh, I think it ended perfectly, in my opinion, and I'll say it again, I really want them to have a prequel of how they met, of how, like, up to the moment, where she decides to leave him. Because when we start the film, it's one of those eerie silences, like, eerie, quiet intros, where it's just, like, five minutes of, like, widescreen, and you just yeah. see her, like, walking back and forth, and the, those are the kind of... Camera angles I like to see, like I like just like Mm, one angle, and then yeah, yeah. So I think because again, spoiler alert, they don't really tell you what's going on. You're kind of just guessing, like okay, she's leaving him. Okay, she drugged him. Okay, like this is going on, and then you don't get explanation until maybe like fifteen minutes into the film. They start telling you like she's she tells you her story and like what's been happening, and you're kind of like oh shit, like it's really bad. Yeah but I, really, I, mean, I enjoyed it.
0: I still, and we talked about it yesterday, but, like, I still don't know
1: when they, like, who it was.
0: Yeah, and I think that, that and that's probably a big spoiler, but, like, I really cannot tell, and it really bugs me every day, the <laughs> fact that I still can't figure out who it might have been. So. Well,
1: what's funny is that Jill... Was mm-hmm. watching it and she doesn't really like those films, but she texted me and goes, What do you should I watch? It? I said, Yes, I go watch it. It's a really good movie. So she watched it with the family and she ends up texting me halfway through and she just goes, I need to know the what? ending. Just tell me. Yeah, she loves spoiling every ending. Every ending. Why she is she texting you
0: it. halfway through the movie?
1: Because <laughs> she just she likes to know. So that way, you, like she goes, Either you tell me or I'm looking it up. So anyways, And you told so, her, didn't you? I, I, I just said I go just watch just like no I was being I think she was maybe like almost towards the ending and I kind of told her like okay like this is kind of what happens because she oh it's because she asked me who it was like who was the one the guy in the house or something and I end up telling her I go yeah it's the brother like that's the only thing I said I didn't give away like what happens in the end but she was kind of asking me the same thing and then that prompted me to text you And I was like, what do you really think? Like, this is a good conversation starter because I don't know who it could have been. Like, I had my theory and I've told you before multiple times, I think it's this point. But now, like, I really want the director just to come out and be like, okay, so it's been five months. This is really what happened.
0: Yeah, I don't think we're going to get that. You don't think so? No, and I hope she doesn't because.
1: It leaves good for imagination. It
0: leaves so much room for imagination.
1: Because now you're kind of like, did was it really the brother the whole time, or was it was
0: it was it him? Or how does how does how does somebody who's, it, an, who's who's supposed to be dead manufacture this whole charade? I mean, genuinely,
1: like, genuinely. I, I mean, I, and you gave me like so much shit about this last night, but I genuinely thought Adrian was being genuine at the end. But <laughs> I
0: can't believe you <laughs> thought he was being genuine.
1: <laughs> Oh, my God. I, I'm also like, I believe everybody, so.
0: Yeah, I really can't tell. But those are like it's, massive it's spoilers. Exactly,
1: <laughs> yeah, honestly. So don't, like so, massive spoilers. Don't listen to about 10 minutes of this podcast if you haven't <laughs> seen it. <laughs> but it was, it was good. It, it's obviously a good film if it still has you guessing and talking about it weeks right. later. And those are the kind of films I enjoy because. I, I still don't know. Like, I, I keep telling you my guess, and I'm just like, I could be lying. Like, who knows if. Who if knows? It <laughs> um, I don't even, so, even
2: think the director knows.
1: But that <laughs> I is. I don't think what the director or the writer me.
0: knows. I don't think anyone really knows. I think they just wrote it and was like, ah, it could be anyone. I don't really care. <laughs> They're
1: just like, what if we leave this up to the amount? Ima- Can you imagine being like, that good of a writer and just say yeah okay, a lot of people do that let's fuck with the the uh, audience about this a lot of people do I'll that be like i mean the freaking russo brothers did that to us in infinity war oh
0: my gosh always comes back to
1: more.
0: <laughs> what's next all on right. the list
1: <laughs> okay so on twitter there have been challenges through actually both instagram and um twitter about doing all these different kind of challenges like okay now look um, I lost my train of thought, um, about doing the, all these different kinds of challenges. Mm-hmm. And Zach tagged me in this Twitter challenge that said, okay, list your top 10 favorite films of all time. And Zach did it like that. And it took me three days to put together a list. So we're, we're going to kind of briefly go over what kind of shocked each other on or, like, what films you expected, or what do you, what kind, what do you think about each other's lists?
2: Uh, who goes first?
1: You can go first.
2: Okay, so when I Pulling got Nicole's yours. list, <laughs> there were some... some movies I expected.
0: Actually, the vast majority I expected. Um, I would say maybe The last four i okay. i was very surprised and proud they were there because <laughs> i honestly wouldn't expect you to put them on your list but so you and this is nicole's list so that everyone knows what nicole's list is
2: and you it's, no, it it's in no it's in no order
0: out? i'm going to list it out um okay. it's in no order so first she has endgame naturally um, Infinity War, naturally Captain America Winter Soldier Surprise Natural.
2: Really? Because I
0: kind of expected it to be Civil War Okay so- But I was like Or,
2: or maybe Go the ahead. first Avenger Because like I, you're more into It being uh, To be all about Steve Or <laughs> You're interested in the
0: debate as far as Civil War is concerned. And so I was like, see, Winter Soldier, I was surprised because that's my favorite Captain America because I just think it's a, an amazing story the whole way through. So I was like, hmm, that's interesting. Um, Rogue One, I expected because you couldn't stop talking about that. Independence Day, I expected because that's one of your favorite movies. Knives Out, I expected because you talked about it a lot. Now, here's where it gets interesting. <laughs> so at 9 7, you had The Martian which I was very surprised featured here because I wouldn't peg you to be a Ridley Scott fan or even
2: into the sci-fi genre. But I was like, hmm, interesting. Inception, I was like,
0: that's interesting as well because I know we talk about Christopher Nolan a lot, but I just didn't know that would be in your list. Zero Dark Thirty. That's when I lost my, my mind. Because I was like, <laughs> why is this here? I was like, wait a minute, what? I was like, this makes no sense. And then you end with The Dark Knight, which I, I'm, I'm surprised about. But then again, I think about it now and I realize that that's your favorite Batman out of the, the Nolan Batmans, which obviously it's the best one. So yeah. it's no surprise it's on there. But I was kind of like, hmm. But Zero Thirty <laughs> definitely took me. I was like,
1: uh,
0: wow, okay. Like I was in a good like, way or bad way? No, good way, because I just didn't <laughs> expect it to be here. I was
2: like, D- why would this be here? I was like, okay, no, this is cool. It's like, good list, good list. So I was just really blown away by the list. Obviously, the first three, you... I expected the thirst the first three. <laughs> you know,
0: as soon as okay. the like end game, I was like, oh, of course. <laughs> but no, that was
2: interesting.
1: Okay, so with Captain America Winter Soldier, I was going to put Civil War. Mm-hmm. But then, so... Okay, a little backstory about those. Um, Winter Soldier was the first Captain America... Okay, so I watched that one, and then I watched the first Captain America, which was a very weird order, but I had heard so many good things about Winter Soldier... That I go back and watch, and it's still one of the best captain movies, I think. Um, Civil War would I, I didn't want to put too many Marvel films on my list. Cause I not want to be like super basic and like everybody kind of like go at me for that. So I was like, okay, like Civil War I do love, but that could be for like a different kind of list one day. Mm-hmm. Um, the last four with the Martian Inception, Sarah Dark 30 and the Dark Knight. So One thing many people might not know about me is I'm a huge action movie person. That's actually probably my number one favorite genre in films. Uh So I prefer those, honestly, out of before romance movies, um, which I blame my father for because my dad's a huge action person. (laughs) He actually, he's the reason I watched Zero Dark Thirty because he loves those films. Like he, and I was going to put Mission Impossible on here because I am a huge Mission Impossible nerd. I watched all of them. In a span of like two days, um, wow. Yeah, but Zero Dark Thirty. I watched the entire film and I was blown away because I just love Jessica Chastain and uh, like those the that film really had me engaged. Like I like those based on true story, all that stuff. Like I, I loved I loved it. So um, in the Dark Knight, yeah, I always tell you how much I I was mm-hmm. changed by Nolan's version of that. But Inception. Um, Inception I just I, I like that film I like it how it's like mine, Fucking you yeah. um, The Martian that's always been my Favorite film I love The Martian I can watch That really? movie like any, I love The Martian oh my god Matt Damon He's one of my favorite actors That movie the first time I watched it I cried Um, Not out of like sadness or anything Just because like it was just so Again it was an engaging Just kind of relieved yeah, Indeed it was kind of like, okay. is he gonna get saved? All this stuff. Yeah. So like, every it, it was just such a good film, it and was. I watch I will watch that movie every single time I watch it. I get emotional, to be honest. Um, it's just kind of one of those things where it's like you can see that they're a team,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and it works. Um, it was really good. Shen and actually. <laughs> I don't even know if she knew what the film was and then I ended up watching it because she bought it on DVD. So I was like, oh, it looks like a good film. And she's like, oh yeah, I don't know what it is. Or she was like, my dad talks about it. So I watched it and I was just like, it was one of those films that the minute it came on, I just, I couldn't like do anything else. Um, Yeah, I love Christopher Nolan in all honesty. He's one of my favorite directors. So like, it made sense for me to put a couple of those on there. Um, So going to your list... Yeah, I know, I, and I'll do the same thing. Um, so he in no order, um, and I also wanted to put Star Wars films on there because Rogue One was obviously one of my favorite films and uh-huh. it got to me. Um, so he has as number one Empire Strikes Back, which I, I knew I wasn't, I was definitely not shocked by that. Um, The Prince of Egypt, I actually have no idea what that film is, so I was kind of like shocked to see what. <laughs> Here we go. So, I, I don't know. Like, some of these, I didn't know what they were. But Oh, my which, gosh. I'll tell you. So, The Prince of Egypt, I had no idea about that. Um, Birdman and Whiplash, you always talk about those. Always. Mm-hmm. So, I kind of was not shocked to see that they were on there. Um, Goodfellas, you've talked about that before. And Glorious Bastards, you, you've talked about that. Um, Charlie Countryman, no idea what that film is. Uh, that,
2: uh, a lot of people wouldn't.
1: Rebel Without a Cause sounds familiar, but I, I don't know which one. Uh, when Harry Met Sally, he crucified me yesterday for not ever seeing that film. It <laughs> is. It is probably
0: the greatest <laughs> rom-com ever created. Like, like hands down, one of the greatest rom-coms ever created. Quite Possibly the greatest. Continue. Sorry, I just had to no, put no. that in there.
1: No, and No Country for Old Men. I yeah. don't know what that film is either. But what you, I know, I know. Um, I do have to say that there was, I was shocked that there was one film that wasn't on there for you and it was, oh my God, what's the film with, uh, it's your favorite movie where, where the guy dies because of cancer and he leaves his girlfriend all these notes. Oh, P.S. And- I Love You. Yes, I was very shocked <laughs> to see that that wasn't on there. I was looking for it, and I was like, ah. I,
0: I, I, it didn't even come to mind when I was making the list, actually. Um,
2: really? I do love
0: that. Yeah, I do love that movie, but if When Harry Met Sally's on, I'm watching When Harry Met Sally. Like, if said Love You's on, okay. I will, I will kind of be like, okay, I'll watch this for a couple of minutes, and then I'll start watching. But When Harry Met Sally is just a great movie the whole way through. So that's independence day for that. me. Yeah. When
1: Independence Day is on, I have to like I sit there and I will watch it no matter like Twilight or something could be on and I will watch Independence Day. Mm. That is my first love. So but, the um, Prince of
0: Egypt. Yes. Because we have to talk about this. I have no okay. idea. Oh my goodness. And this is funny because I'm writing I'm writing a blog
2: on this. Um just this topic of I believe and this could be a good discussion, but, like, DreamWorks
0: Animation, I think had one of the greatest stretches of animated movies. they stretched from 1998 to possibly 2010. The list of movies in that stretch are so good. I mean, there's a few outliers that aren't so good, but, I mean, the whole way through, Ants, the Prince of Egypt, The Road to El Dorado, Madagascar.
1: The Road to El Dorado. Oh, it's an animation movie. Yeah, it's an animated movie. Oh, I but have like seen the, it.
0: The Prince of Egypt is an animated movie. With, it's about um, Moses and, and the Israelites uh, uh, leading wow. out of Egypt. And it's, it's supposed to call, become a musical soon. But like, it's such a good movie, and it's so underrated. I have and seen so it. Many people, okay, Good, good because okay. a lot of people haven't seen it or they just forget about it as one of those movies that happened. I'm telling you, this movie from top to bottom is an amazingly structured movie and, and really brings out a lot of interesting techniques. I mean, the meshing of 3D environments with 2D characters. Um,
1: just, it, was, it was a good film from what I remember. Just, I only just, probably watched
0: it, it once. It still holds up. You could watch it today and still be like, this is a good movie. It still holds up. The music's incredible. I just top to bottom, just a great movie. I remember as a kid, I'd watch it all the time. I'd watch it, then I'd re-watch it, and I'd watch it again. Like, <laughs> I, I know it word for word. That's like my introduction to theater and, and film has been through The Prince of Egypt. Really? It's so good. I love it. I love it. I love it. So I had to put it on there. And it was funny because a friend of mine actually commented on the post and was like, how come we've never talked about The Prince of Egypt? And I was like, oh
1: my God. I saw that. <laughs> it's
0: such a good movie. And I feel it doesn't get its just news. But yeah, really? like even before Shrek, like DreamWorks had oh, an yeah. amazing stretch of movies. That I think get super underrated when compared to Disney's renaissance period of like ninety three to eight. Like, Ants is better than A Bug's Life, and I will, I will, I will debate that oh, yeah. with anyone. But Ants is better than A Bug's Life. It just is. Um. But yeah, I'll you I'll, ten
1: minute. But I haven't seen half of these films on your list, which I should. I should watch Birdman and the Clash. But Definitely
0: watch Berman and it. Whiplash. Whiplash, like Whiplash, made me sweat. Like I finished Whiplash and I was like, "Oh my gosh, that was a lot." Like I was sweating profusely with Whiplash. It was. Wow. It, that's that's like a. There's a rhythm to Whiplash that just keeps you kind of involved.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, what else? Kind of shot a Rebel Without a Cause. I have to put a Rebel Without a Cause in. Um, James Dean. Just, uh, you. I'm sure if I, you know, you know the quote though, where James Dean is like, "You have tear me apart," <laughs> and like oh, he's yeah, like, yeah. "Yeah, that's where <laughs> that movie is from," or like La Land*, where they're like, "I've got the bullets." It's from that movie. So like, I was thinking about that movie a lot, and I, I remember watching it, and I was like, "No, this is a really interesting movie okay. about teenagers in that in that era, and just growing up as a kid." Um, but yeah, and then you said "No Country for Old Men," dude. Okay. <laughs> if you don't see any of these movies on my list, "No Country for Old Men" has to be a movie you watch. Like,
1: I'm looking it up. There's
2: no way around it. You have to watch "No Country for Old Men."
1: 2007. Okay. Um. Oh, I love Javier Bardem.
2: He. Oh, it's a good, terrifying.
0: oh, my God. He is terrifying in this movie.
1: Oh, my God. These it's people so are good. Like, yeah, dude. Cost wow. is amazing. By the it's Coen brothers. Phenomenal. Oh, yeah, I do I do see what you're saying with with Javier Bardem.
0: He is terrifying in this movie.
1: Like terrifyingly evil or terrifyingly good? Zzz,
2: terrifyingly evil and terrifyingly good.
1: Josh Brolin. <laughs> uh, I love, love me some Josh Brolin.
2: It's such a good
1: movie, I mean, and- but I mean, the lists that we created were really good i'll yeah. I'll say that because like your list was something that like i w- I wasn't going off of it, but I'm like sitting there and i'm thinking I think I was thinking about it for at least three days because I didn't post it till probably yesterday and or Thursday, and I'm thinking to myself, what movies um because I didn't want to put like the stereotypical Twilight for me because as much as I love that film, as much as I uh-huh. love any of the Avenger films, I was like, okay, realistically, I have to think about what films have actually like, gotten me. Um, and those were it. I was going to put a couple romance movies, but at the same time, I was like, eh, there's no romance movie that's really gotten me other than um, Nicholas Sparks' A Walk to Remember. Uh-huh. But I, I, honestly, the lists were good. I have no complaints. I think your list was really good. I, I expected most of them.
2: Yeah. Um, I think Charlie our list is a good one.
1: I think I our list represent like what we talk about most of the time. Because I yeah, mean, I'll always talk to you about *Knives Out*. *Knives Out* left a really good impression on me. Um, oh, what else? did I read? *Independence Day*. That's left an impression on me for the last fifteen years. Um, and just every movie I put on there for me and just left an impression that I was, I, I loved it. Mm -hmm. in one way or another um but any more thoughts on your on your list anything you want to add about it
2: no
0: i'm (laughs) i probably need to rewatch some of the martian thinking about it
1: oh i know now i want to watch it a long time i haven't watched independence day in a long time and i've told i actually told my sister and shannon that um i've actually
0: never watched independence day
1: Oh, my God, you have to. Like, honestly, for a film that came out, I think, in 1994 or 92, like, just everything about it. I think it, the like, thing
0: for me, why I haven't seen it, is... Gosh. Go ahead. Will Smith, in <sighs> that era of oh. Independence Day and Men in Black, feels like the same person, and that's why. <laughs> like, I, I'm just kind of like, no. I can miss Independence Day. But I probably should. So watch what it. I'll
1: say is, what I'll say is, um, in all honesty, I loved him way more in Independence Day than I did Men in Black because Independence Day he was so much more confident. He was so much more, like, he was just Will fucking Smith, and Jeff Goldblum but that's the thing. was that's
0: amazing. The th- but that's the thing. I think that's why I find those movies hard to watch because. I know I'm watching the actor and not actually watching a character. And so I'm just kind of like, eh,
2: <laughs> I guess. I don't know. was <laughs> like, it.
0: like, I don't want to see Jeff Goldblum be Jeff Goldblum personally. That's just me. I, I don't.
1: Oh no. Like I honestly didn't. Okay. Knowing now it's Jeff Goldblum, but like you really get a feel for who they are as the character. Um, I don't know I guess like just seeing him in that role and then seeing him in Jurassic Park it's li- honestly two different people and it's I don't know how, like I don't know I just always go back to Independence Day like that was the just like the film that started off for me in middle school because I watched it the first time in middle school and I will just always go back to it yeah I I'll always just say like it. it it was it was it came out in 96 but um for that like and i'll say the same thing with star wars because whenever people tell me they haven't seen the original star wars i'm like you have to go back because for it to come out in the late 60s and then or was it was it 70s late 70s or early early 70s i think early 70s late late 60s
0: um researching (laughs) okay
1: but for, but anyways, for that era to have that kind of film, of Star Wars and like the CGI that they use and everything, like that is what Independence Day was for me. Late seventies, early eighties. Okay, because Episode uh-huh. Six came out in the early eighties. Um, but just like the way that they handled technology and the way that they handled CGI for these films for like the time that they came out in, is what really like gets uh-huh. me because a lot of people are like, why do you like it so much? And I just go back to, I'm like, listen, 96, that's when independence day came out like that yeah. for them to like feature aliens the way they did for them to use like the, the blasters, the CGI, like that is what drew me in. And the same uh-huh. thing with star Wars. Um, but the, the I mean, it, it's just a good film overall. Um, but anyways, so Disney kind of hasn't officially announced it, um, but we might be getting Mulan and Black Widow out on. They might just go straight to streaming services, as everyone knows with the pandemic. That Mulan was it. The the coronavirus hit probably the same week, or it became more no. Like it it just became more of a pandemic for mm-hmm. the United States. The same week Mulan was supposed to come out in theaters, so. Disney decided to pull it, along with a couple other films, and they said it's going to release in the fall, pending. Um, the one Disney film so far that, has, that had not been pulled was Black Widow, which was supposed to come out May 1st, but now they pulled it about two weeks ago. So that does not have a release date, but from what I've read, it's possible it might just go straight to streaming services. I mean, I would rather wait for it to be on the big screen because for Black Widow, I would want to see her on the big screen with all those action sequences and with the surround sound just to get the, like, that... Do you know how crazy that film's going to be with combat, with action, with... Oh, it's my gonna God. It's going to be
0: It's going to be <laughs> the same. It's the same formula. It's going to be the same. But Lana what I was saying is... Coming- The thing, I think the difference is the fact that, you know, and we kind of touched on this yesterday, but most people have a theater system in their house. I mean, so when we talk about sound and big screen, I mean, most people have, I mean, we're living in America, but a lot of people have big screen TVs and and sound systems and could run a great movie or projectors and like you can get the same kind of cinema experience in your house now. So to to just put it on streaming services I don't think is a bad idea. Also no nothing against Black Widow but she kind of gets pushed aside in comparison to the other Avengers yeah. and seeing as Hawkeye is going to be a series and probably going to end up streaming it probably would make sense for them to just be like hey we'll just put it out on Disney Plus. You still get to watch it, but it, she may not get the kind of credit she deserves, which, I, which is bad, but I'm just saying, I don't think they would do that with Thor compared to Black Widow. Oh no. You know, I think if we're like weighing it up, you'd, they'd be like, if there's one of them that's gonna go to stream platforms, we'd probably do Black Widow like that, which is sad, but just being realistic, I, think it, I don't think it would be too big of a
2: deal.
1: And I mean, Kevin Feige has stated that regardless if they move Black Widow to the fall, the next Marvel film that were to come out for Phase 4 would be Eternals, which will premiere in September, hopefully, with this dying down. um, He said that if Black Widow had been moved to the fall, it wouldn't have messed up the timeline for Phase 4, which we'll talk about on a different day, but it kind of like raised some Flags for me, not like a bad flag, kind of just like okay. So, just because that's getting moved, but, anyways, um I think having a move to stream, I what I've seen as suggestions, which I think would be smart, which were yes, release it on a streaming service. I would watch it and then release it into the theaters. Sometimes, yeah, I think they'll do that. I
0: think they'll do that.
1: And I would, you know, me 100%. Like, I will be in that theater. Thursday night watching that film, um seeing it on the big screen like she deserves to be with as a black widow, but I, I as long as they hopefully release it into the theaters i will be I will take it as it is because I uh-huh. have waited a few years to see her in her standalone film, but um it's just crazy because now you know I wonder um what they're gonna do with all these movies, like do you think that they're going to Do you think they'll push all these movies back? Do you even think that the movie theaters will open back up this year? Or do you think that they'll wait till next year? Because we do have so many films coming out at the end of this year. Well,
2: I mean, just watching the news. If you are
0: going to go see a movie, the best way to see a movie now is drive-in. And a lot of drive-in, yeah, drive-in theaters, person. a lot of drive-in theaters are seeing an increase in attendance because, I mean, you are in a car by yourself. You get to watch the movie. It's coming in through your radio, and you know you are at least more than six feet away from the next person, just being in your car. So, um, I think that's what's gonna keep theater alive. I mean, cinema alive for the for okay. for, the, for the meantime. But I think the way streaming platforms are going and how competitive the streaming market is becoming. And I think the fact that Netflix needs streaming to continue to be alive so Netflix can stay alive, I think that we're going to see a lot more movies coming out through streaming platforms. And I think eventually going to the theater is going to be kind of dead. And that's like the worst fear, but that's just how I see it happening. Um, And I think if you are going to go to a theater, you're probably going to go see like really old movies or like indie movies that
2: didn't come out. You know, don't have the ability to be on streaming platforms. Um, But I just think considering the fact that a lot of people have
0: it in their house and I think the way that the world's changing to be more of a inside your house kind of thing and if you are going to go to the movies just for like a special event it's not just to go out to go out kind of thing i think we'll see a lot more movies in-house than we will outside but i i think a lot of distribution companies and and streaming companies are well equipped to kind of reroute through this pandemic and i think in the short term, streaming platforms is going to be great. I think in the long term, we'll see what happens. But.
1: I mean, in all honesty, starting at the beginning of last year um, in 2019, I hadn't been to an, an actual movie in a movie theater for a long time, I think, because I had been waiting more for the bigger films. Cause, and, and it sounds bad, but like for the smaller films, I, I wasn't interested in seeing like these little rom-coms or um, just like witty comedies like i wasn't interested and as soon as like captain marvel came out last year i was i was in the theater like i went and that was the first film i watched and i think it came out in february um because it came out before endgame and then the next time i went and saw a movie was probably that april and then i rarely went last year i only Mm -hmm. went to maybe like a couple films but not i don't think last summer i went to any except for when we saw spider-man and then I maybe saw two or three films after that, maybe just two, the rest of the last year. but this year, I, the only time I think I went to the movies was to see "The Invisible Man with you.
3: Uh-huh.
1: I hadn't been otherwise, but I, I do just, agree. I, I, think, I think it's becoming... because we now know that Disney Plus is becoming such a big streaming service, and so is Netflix and Hulu that they're releasing really their own like movies.
0: Mm-hmm. Amazon as well, Apple with the TV shows. Like,
1: I mean, I love the movies still. Like, I'll, I'll go see a movie anytime there. But it's like I find myself like downloading my own movies. I find myself watching. I was just watching a Disney Plus movie before I
3: mm-hmm.
1: hopped on the computer. But it's definitely changing how moviegoers are experiencing films now i definitely think and
0: i think this quarantine with the quarantine watch parties is really bringing out something new in the sense of community and sharing m- the movie with people
1: which if no one and has, has think, done that yet like get on twitter and follow brandon davis bd oh, anyone anyone why, really because yeah,
0: anyone, anyone's doing like, it like like a couple of days ago a girl a girl posted about watching uh, Beyonce's Homecoming, and it started trending. And Beyonce retweeted it, and like people stopped at like 9 p.m. on a Wednesday and watched Homecoming the whole way through. Wow! Like that's crazy. So, so and that just came out of nothing. That wasn't somebody who had like tremendous influence to like make that happen. It was just a I, like spark a fire and, and a everyone fire. else, right? Yeah. So I think. And I think you've got like Netflix party, which is this app that you can add to your Google Chrome and you and your friends can watch the same movie and chat in a chat box while you're watching the movie. So I think, you know, that same camaraderie that comes with watching a movie with your friends is still around. You can still have that even with this quarantine. But um, I, I think that that's the way it's kind of headed where like now I can watch a movie and I can tweet at the same time and, I'm not <laughs> distracting other people around me. It's just me and the movie. Yeah. So,
1: um. I mean, those, it, it's really crazy how in the past, maybe how, how long has it been? Three or four weeks now. Um, that yeah, quarantine watch party that I've been trying to do, like it's really sparked something on Twitter because I found myself watching Cats America Civil War as the watch party. And like, we were like, it, it's great because I get to talk about it on social media where people are like also talking about it. And I get to spark, I get to speak my mind on something like Mm -hmm. how we talked about the whole,
0: how cap was wrong.
1: (laughs) Um, and I did text you my thoughts and me and him are, are now cool with it. (laughs) But I, and like, it it was just great to like tweet out, like Stark was wrong about trying to control when they get to be superheroes, but that's a whole other thing. We'll talk about that. That's, that's an episode four, uh, but it I tweeted that out and I was just like, I got a couple likes because, you know, I was, I was right. But, <laughs> um, but any more thoughts on how you think the movies are going to be affected now through this whole pandemic? I think the only
0: thing I'm worried about is the new movies.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm... I think those with. movies that
0: have already been shot or, or you know, were in the midst of production, I, I think there are workarounds for that. I think it's those movies that were getting funding or were in the process of actually being produced that can no longer be produced is what's scary. And I think mm-hmm. what's even scarier is the fact that... <laughs> These movies are all taking place within the same place or the region of the same places. I mean, you've got your LA, New York, Chicago. Atlanta. Seattle, Toronto, Atlanta. Like, I mean, major hubs of people. And these are the places that are hit the hardest by the coronavirus. So it's just wondering uh, what can we do with those other movies? Also, I think what's going to be the, The hardest part, I think the craziest part is how do we pay all the people that work on these movies? Because that's all jobs that aren't, I mean, you're paid for the day or you're paid for this contract, you know. And if the contract stops, do you get paid the full amount that you signed up for? Or, you know, do you get paid for the work that was done? And in those cases where, you know, you're starting a movie and it never actually got to be shot, you're now
2: without pay for that whole movie that you signed up on. So I don't know. It's it's
1: sorry, I'm having an internal battle right now with my cat. <laughs> <I can see. laughs> she's she just unplugged my computer. <laughs> so she's like trying at my sorry, she's trying to get my attention. Um no I agree. It's it's a very difficult time right now and I hope in the next month or two months we're gonna come back from it and productions will start up again. People will get their jobs back. Right. It's it's crazy time um but any more thoughts on anything that we discussed today that you want to touch up on or you want to leave a remark about no just cap was wrong i think that's anything (laughs) i want to say Uh,
0: but yeah that's that's it for me
1: (laughs) um think stark shouldn't have tried to control them through the government but anyways that's uh my we have to end
3: <laughs> yeah we have to end before
1: I've been- wait till y'all see episode four Oof. <laughs> Oof. Oof. it'll all be right. a well <laughs> sorry my cat's like biting my mic right
2: now <laughs> let's go
0: before your cat destroys your whole setup well that was that's what she said with
2: zach And Nicole? Uh, Catch you guys later.